And all that. Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio. Join the conversation and stalk the guys at After Hours Radio on Facebook and Twitter at AH Radio WI. After Hours Radio from Dirty Chai Radio, I'm Ryan Quinn in the Dirty Chai Studios with me, Carl Cooley, and uh, we were chatting earlier uh, on the show, if you were listening to the live stream, about Blue Hills Block Party and, and uh, the, the changing scenes of Rice Lake. This is a fun conversation. But uh, now, Carl, you've uh, there's something that's like you know, been bothering you a little bit. Yeah, I say this call-out culture has gone too far. <laughs> what do you mean? Give me the breakdown. Well, uh, apparently uh, this uh, Generation Zer, I, I don't even know what you call them these days, uh, basically called out millennials saying that uh, she's been tired of being grouped in with millennials, a group of people who identify themselves uh, by Harry Potter houses. <laughs> She's like, you're 32, you're not a Slytherin, you're an alcoholic who 
eats too much pizza, sit down. You know. I mean, <laughs> you're not a Slytherin. <laughs> you know, maybe it's justified. I mean, on one hand, how much crap did we give Generation Z for Tide Pods? And, uh, you know. To be fair, I didn't. I don't feel like that was necessarily the millennials. That was the boomers. The boomers have something to say about everything. And you know what? The boomers were blaming the millennials for eating Tide Pods. And I'm like, bitch, please, that's Gen Z. Right, right. You know? So yeah. it may, it, maybe it's warranted, but hey, I mean, getting called out saying that, <laughs> no, you're not quirky, you're just an alcoholic. It, well, you see, <laughs> that, that's the thing about me. I've never mistaked the two, which I find endearing. Have you ever called yourself a 90s baby, unironically? Uh, I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> it was part of the conversation. Have you ever used the phrase, adulting? I don't want to start to talk about the things that I may or may not have started that, it, that sent this generation the wrong way. <laughs> I fully admit to my alcohol tendencies. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing that uh, Generation Z is calling us out, but uh, it certainly seems like we're getting it from both sides, the boomers before us and the Gen Z after us. But we've been through a lot of shit, man. Just let us have this. All right, you think about uh, all the shit that we've seen and in, in, in come of age with. That's a trip. Not many people get to have the experiences mm-hmm. that we've had or see the things. And that's not to say that each generation doesn't get to see really cool things. I mean, I would love to see the first time we went to the moon, yeah. like experience that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely love that. Um, that's something that I'll never be able to be able to do. Or the tragedy of the Challenger after having watched the first uh, the first successful trip to the moon, getting it on the first try, and then was that twenty ish years later the the tragedy on the Challenger, something like that, yeah, twenty five ish maybe, or we're living through Mount St Helens. There's uh, there's a, there's a lot of great things that define a generation, but we watched uh, one age change. And the next begin, and I'm, I'm thinking like industrial age into the technology age, or what was the age that we were in right before information age? Because that's kind of where we're at now, right? The digital information age. Yeah, that's what they call it. Sure. Yeah, um, and at the start of the 1900s, that was the the industrial revolution. I, I think that uh, in terms of what our generation has seen, um, relates more to what folks maybe leading up to the depression saw. In terms of, uh, you know, going from horseback uh, carriages and, mm-hmm. and whatever to automobiles to to living in single-family farms to more... That, Cities and yeah. urban settings and the Roaring Twenties and then... Yep, yep. And then uh, and then the hardships that, that followed only to be brought uh, out of that by uh, two world wars. Or Feels like hardships since 2008, though. <laughs> it really, it, 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 you know... If you've been paying attention, and not to say that you haven't, Carl, um, it feels like hardship since 2001. It feels like we never got over September 11th, and then more bad shit just started happening. Mm-hmm. Like as a nation, we never truly healed from that, um, or we put a band-aid on it called uh, the War on Terror and mm-hmm. forgot about it because, well, it wasn't happening at home anymore, and then. Yeah, 2008. It's been nonstop. It's been nonstop. It's been false sense of. I mean, I remember in 2003 being yelled at because I was yelling into a megaphone out in front of the Boys and Girls Club that we don't want your holy war. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Rice Lake wasn't ready for protesting in 2003. (laughs) One man protest with a megaphone. I was just annoying. That's all I was, really. My points are valid, but I was just being annoying. I got, I got an earful. I got an earful. Mm. Yeah, some alcoholic from the bar heard me. And <laughs> <laughs> came over all drunk and told me what he thought about the things that I was saying, which some of them could have been valid. I don't know. I don't know. I was, what, in 03, 15, something oh like that. Yeah, I certainly didn't know what I was yelling about. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't... Wasn't privy to the information, or at yeah. least how to do proper research at that point. I was just slowly becoming aware of of the political world around me. What at what age did you start following politics, Carl? Not until after high school, really. 
I wouldn't say that I even followed it in high school. I was just becoming more aware of it. Yeah. I mean, and, the whole... The impacts. You know, Obama getting elected kind of, you know, I think was the real wake-up call for, you know, like, oh, hey, we can be involved in politics. It's not just uh, crusty old white dudes and stuff. You know, he, he... I mean, he really did tap into that whole younger generation thing. He really did. He really did. I, uh, I remember when... Uh, uh, before I think I, I realized that Obama was going to be elected, it dawned on me. And here's the thing. Because of the music that I was listening to in, like, 2000, 2001, 2003, it became a little more political-minded, the music that I was listening to. So, like, at that point, it was certainly just hopping on a trend. But, like, I was I was a, I was a Bush hater uh, just because all these quote-unquote cool people were hating the president. And I also knew that I had to think for myself, but these people aren't wrong, I told myself. They hate Bush, and this is why, and okay, I can get behind that. But then uh, I, it, it dawned on me, okay, Bush can't be president anymore. He's, the end of his eight years is coming up. I wonder, and I told myself, I remember thinking, I wonder what it's going to be like to not hate the president. And, well, that worked out real well. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know. I mean, it's it's been weird. It's all just been weird. You know, it's 2020, and there's people that are just finding out that Rage Against the Machine is was anti-Bush and anti-establishment. And how? <laughs> like, fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. Is that about your mom? Like, that's been my favorite meme that I've seen so far. In that, hey, like seriously, you listen to Rage Against the Machine in any sort of passive way, you have to you have to pick up that rage is is political, and you know, without apology, they're political, and they also rip on religion. If you haven't, if you haven't listened to that, mm-hmm. so I mean, are you stupid? The answer to that is yes, actually. Like I used to be afraid to say that in public about certain groups of people, but no, there's a lot of people in our parents' generation and ours that are just stupid. They pass with common <laughs> sense, but they are literally stupid. Like. They, they can get through the world because they know how to swing a wrench, and good for them. That's all they needed to do. But they have no critical not, thinking skills. Not, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bang, bash on uh, you know uh, wrench turners and stuff. It's, I'm not. It's not a, just that. I think it, it's a, it's like the comedy trope, the the confident idiot. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's really they come what it in is. all shapes and sizes. It is certainly not not uh, not hating on on the trades. The trades are important, and, and we need more more people in the trades. But it'd be nice if. You know, there were people that also knew things. And there, there's a lot of people that throw wrenches that know things. They just know enough to keep their mouth shut. That's... <laughs> I'm not one of them. They are. <laughs> they know enough to keep their mouth shut. Uh, anyway. How did we get political? We got there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it happens. But yeah, anyway, uh, Gen Z is calling us out for um, eating too much avocado toast and uh and uh sunday fun days so well when they stop i can't stop being stereotypical this is after hours radio on dirty chai radio this is our digger don't song of the week origo shut it off
Discover new music and find out what shows to attend on After Hours Radio, Sundays on Dirty Chai Radio. Last step, you gotta play those songs to get yourself brooded up for the stage you're on. It's so hard to show myself to you. You got your big black jets and fresh limousines and platinum records waiting to be seen. It's still hard to show myself to you. It's the same old situation, baby. It's the same old conversations waiting for me. I've all got a deal for you It's the same old contradiction, baby It's the same old make a victim story of me So to town to town I move It's the same old story Last call, time to make it big To be the big rock star to try to feed my kids I'm working hard to sell myself to you I got my new strings on I'll play you a song to sell my records So on and on I live Still hard to show myself to you It's the same old situation, baby It's the same old conversations waiting for me a boy got did for you It's the same old contradiction, baby It's the same old make-a-victim story of me I saw the town to town I moved It's the same old stories After Hours Radio on Dirty Chai Radio, I'm Ryan in the Dirty Chai studio. With me is Carl Cooley. And when we parted, uh, parted ways before the, the, last, uh, the last set, um, I asked her, I, I told you that this was going to be our dig or don't song, and that song was by Origo, and the name of the song was Shut It Off. And before, uh, before you... Tell me whether or not you hashtag dig or hashtag don't. I'll remind everybody to follow, if you follow us on Twitter, even if you don't, you should. Uh, tweet at us uh, whether or not you like it with a hashtag dig. If you do, hashtag don't if it's not for you. And if you like it, maybe it'll appear a little more on broadcasts. If you don't like it, maybe it won't. So, uh, But uh, before I, I, I have anybody uh, go ahead and tell us what they think, I'm gonna, I'll play you a clip of it so uh, you can have a little refresher of what it sounded like.
so that is part of Arigo. Shut it off. Hey, Carl, <laughs> do you give it a hashtag dig or a hashtag don't and explain yourself? I give it a hashtag dig. It's uh, some just very pleasant and fun and upbeat jangle pop, and uh, I can't say no to that. You know, just listen to that jangly guitar line. You're just like, yeah, all right. You know, you can kind of get in the groove. Just go with it. Everything's all right. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I give it. A, I give it a hashtag dig. Um, I heard it. Uh, I heard it on Dirty Chai Radio earlier this week. And it kind of stopped what I was I don't even remember what I was doing But I stopped doing it And I was like, uh-huh That, uh it, it had me like kind of bopping around like, <laughs> Yeah, okay, okay So that's actually how it uh, how it made its way into our dig or don't mm-hmm. uh, selection this week So obviously I give it a hashtag dig um, If you like it Let us know You can do so at AH Radio on Twitter Hashtag dig Hashtag don't if it's not for you. We would like to hear from you if it's just not uh, not your thing. So there's there, there's your hashtag dig for this week. The next band that I'm going to play, um, to be fair, to be fair. To be fair. Uh, I, haven't, uh, I haven't listened to this song yet from this band. It's a band out of, out of Duluth, and they're called the Sordid Affairs. And they're assorted or sordid. The sordid. The sordid affairs. Sordid yeah. affairs. Um, you can find them on Spotify. You can find them on 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 Bandcamp. Um, actually, we just made a, a playlist on uh, on Spotify after hours radio did, um, where you can listen to a playlist of songs that are featured on here. There's not many on it yet. But I think we're at eight songs currently that uh, have been featured on the show. That's that, not a playlist. That's an EP. <laughs> that's not my music. We're just, <laughs> it's a mixtape is what it is. And it's going to keep growing. It's a, it's a rolling playlist. Whenever uh, we get songs like this from The Sorted Affairs, we've got uh, some B. Dolan on there and uh, the Says Batters is on there. Freddie, our friend Freddie is, is on there. Um, so you can you can check those songs out anytime without having to sit to the podcast. You can just listen to those songs um, as it grows. Put it on shuffle. You'll have a, you'll have yourself a little soundtrack. <laughs> um, yeah, right right now it's just eight, but it, hopefully it'll there'll be hundreds in it later. But this band uh, is topical. They they uh, they sing about things that happen in the world, and without comment or prejudice, I'm just going to. Play the track. You decide if you guys if you like it. It's not quite our dig or don't song, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll just throw it out there. The name of the song is uh, "Blue Lives Aren't Real" from the Sorted Affairs.
After Hours Radio from Dirty Chai Radio. Carl Cooley with me in the Dirty Chai Studios. And, of course, Cordell has has joined us here in the Dirty Chai Studios. Welcome aboard the show. Yeah, I'm a little late, but it's good to be here. Happy, happy to have you here. Better late than never. You were, uh, you're, you're a service industry guy. You were working Father's Day in a restaurant. Sure was. You're, you're back house, right? Yep. And so how is it busy? Busy? I mean, it's, it's uh, pandemic. Are people going out for Father's Day? We were, we were steady all night. Uh, how did it compare to Father's Days of past? I think I think we might have had a little better one this year, actually. Really? So yeah. So cat, the cats yeah. went out. We're still doing a decent amount of takeouts, so people said, might not be coming out, but they're still ordering, and sure. we uh, we respect that. Yeah, absolutely. And appreciate it, of course. <laughs> absolutely, Carl. Did what did what did you do for Father's Day? Did you did you meet up with, with Dad and and go out or stay in or? Yeah, we were one of those people uh, that did takeout. So you were you were you the, the the takeout cats. Yep. Got takeout. Uh, had a socially distanced dinner at my parents' house. So, you're uh, you're 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 doing it better than me. <laughs> you're doing it better than, than than me. I I always am feeling so guilty, so guilty. I got a guilty conscience all the time. Uh, but I I believe in social distancing. I believe in mask wearing. Um, but I keep finding myself in positions that I mean I'm doing it to myself and being a hypocrite is what I'm doing. But uh, I ended up out in public. We went to, we we're going to go to Applebee's, but it's a half hour wait there. They were busy. Um, and then uh, ended up going to a small uh, local restaurant, or it's like family restaurant, which, okay. I mean, I'm nothing if I'm not honest on, on radio. I did not like their food for years, and I've heard rumor that their food was better. It was pretty good tonight. It was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. I, I cannot say anything bad. In fact, it was, it was a pretty good bacon cheeseburger I had. It was a pretty good bacon cheeseburger I had. Well, that's good. It was. It was, and the service was friendly. That was, that was the one thing. That, that service was always friendly. I just At one point, I thought their food tasted like cardboard. <laughs> it no longer tastes like cardboard. I would recommend. Go there. Enjoy yourself. Spend your money there. Takeout is available. Um... Yeah. See, I can be a hypocrite anytime <laughs> about anything. Um, Carl, <laughs> yeah, you've got uh, you've got a thing coming up, don't you? Like each year for the last four or so years, we did the Blue Hills Block Party, like we talked about earlier tonight. Yep. And then after that, kind of the Blue Hills Block Party predecessor became this thing called Sundown at the Shell, which is really neat. Uh, tell folks what Sundown is and what your plan is now, because you used to do it uh, every first and third. First and third Fridays of the month in, in summer. And, um, you know, first year we had like five shows, I think. Uh, it was like maybe the first Friday of the month, and then we uh, bumped up about seven shows, I believe, past couple of years. And it's a free show live music at uh the rice lake city park veterans memorial park band shell and it's uh seven to nine um we kind of changed we were going to change things up to move from two bands to just to one band um but then covid hit and we kind of put the kibosh on everything but uh, now that parks are reopening and the city's allowing the band shell to be open and you know local public health officials are like you know you can have uh, 100 people you know outside to, in gathering uh, groups of socially distanced and whatnot, you know, we figured that we could uh, safely do that. And um, our attendance has always been kind of around 100 anyway. And we're outside, you know, people can socially distance, you know. So uh, we're, we're planning to start up with our first show of the year on July 17th. Talk about um, talk about both the the music and the venue because uh, you have bands like uh, we Brian Bethke who we featured on After Hours Radio Live yep. tonight. You've got that type of music, and the the venue is just really neat because you're you're right downtown Rice Lake. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful but, park, you know, trees overhead, and uh, you know some great sight lines. You know, from the hill kind of slopes down to the band show that's kind of tucked in the corner there, and right behind it is is Rice Lake, and so. You know, you get geese floating by and boulders, you know, kind of floating by, and people bike along Lakeshore, Lakeshore Drive, I think it yep, is. Lakeshore yep, Lakeshore Drive. Veterans Lakeshore Drive. Yep. And uh, it's always just a real nice place to have some music. And, um, you know, 
people might be more familiar with music in the park, which tends to be more community university band or maybe Dean's List, that sort of thing. Um, they, they, they got that big band sound. You, you're yep. doing you're doing more like local, local independent music. Local independent music. Uh, you know, a lot of people from the cities pulling from Eau Claire, local artists. We had Thunder December, a, formerly known as Beadbox. Um, you and know, before that, Space for Rent. Yeah. <laughs> it's going way deep. It, um, that's, that's more than 10 years deep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we we, uh, we get a bunch of local artists and um, you know, some real stellar musicians. And uh, it's always just a real pleasant night. And it doesn't cost anything. And You had Matt, Hannah, and uh, Emily. Help me with her, with her name, right? Uh, Emily. Um... You know, I'm not in charge of music, so I just <laughs> I just get to promote put you it. on the spot there. Put you on the spot you know, there. But yeah, Matt Hamma, Hamma, Emma, 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 that, Emma. Yeah, that, um, yeah, yeah. I, that was my bad. My bad. I really liked her music though. Josh I, I, Cohen, an amazing solo bassist from Madison. Uh, you know, we just kind of run the gamut of of uh, just kind of all over the place. You know, Michael Glazian was here last year. Real interesting guy. Uh, a uh, great guitarist and, and what I absolutely love about Sundown at the Shell is is the fact that this isn't the type of music program that you typically see in a community the size of Rice. Like this is something for Eau Claire or Lacrosse mm-hmm. or or the Twin Cities. Yeah, the sounds like the Sounds of Summer program. I mean, Cumberland does have uh, Cumberland City is an anomaly. Series. Like you don't get many towns like Cumberland. That they do such cool things in Cumberland mm-hmm. all the time. They're they're an anomaly too. Uh, the fact that you, they've got the small town charm. Uh, along with that, they know how to put on killer productions. Um, and they they got Paul Nelson in charge of of like Rutabaga Festival. Mm-hmm. So uh, that guy, his knowledge of, of of music and the way that it should sound is is unbelievable. So you, you get uh, you get really quality live music in in Carmel and anytime when Paul's involved. But I feel like that community in general supports the arts pretty well. Yeah, yeah. They've got Dancing Bird Studio, isn't it, over there that sells uh, art and and musical instruments and things? Is that is that still there? Uh, I believe so. I, I haven't been there in years, but I think um, that's Jeff Heil that owns that. Yeah. Something like that. He was my uh, elementary school art teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, I will say we did get called out uh, last year for sundown. Um, what but, does anybody <clears throat> have to call you out about? Uh, our there we had too many mopey, depressing white guys singing. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> like, so you know, we we took a long hard look at that and like, yeah, maybe we did. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so I mean, it, yeah, it's a reflection of society. <laughs> it's it's where we were at. So so talk about that then. What do you? You said you're not in charge of the booking the music, but do you know what uh, what we can expect from at least the the first show? Uh, <laughs> more mopey white guys. Where? <laughs> um, I don't think so, but uh, we'll see. I mean, we we, we just kind of we just met last week. The group of us. There's about five. five so you're of us you're altogether. in the really early stages yeah. of planning for this. I mean, it, which makes sense because at one point I'm sure you were considering that this wasn't going to happen this year. Well, we had it all planned out for the whole year, and then like right as we we got started early, where we're meeting in like. January and February, and like, all right, well, here's the sponsors we needed to contact. You know, we got the, you know, Clifton who who organizes uh, organizes the music. Uh, he, you know, started reaching out to book bands, and we had everything lined up. And then we're getting like, get got to the month away from the first show, and then COVID hit. You know, yeah, month just away, like, really, uh, two months that? away. Okay, okay. And uh, <clears throat> then we're just like, well, we just kind of have to wait and see now. And we kept waiting and seeing and waiting and seeing and. Eventually, we're just like, yeah, we can't do anything now because we don't feel comfortable doing anything. Yep. Yeah. It just wouldn't be smart. Um, but then things have started to kind of open up a little more. You know, the recommendations are, you know, up to 100 people outside, socially distanced. We're in a park that's about as socially distanced as you can get, you know, and um, there's enough space. To- and, and especially there at, uh, at Veterans Memorial City Park in, in Rice Lake, mm-hmm. it's... Um- 
it, it, that, that, that space like you were describing earlier is just so perfect yeah. for, for, for what you're doing there. And I tell you, white guy mopey music sounds really good in that <laughs> backdrop. Like, hey, I understand. Up, I'd, I, I'd go. I, I, I get it. Um, because you've got uh, you've got that hill, yeah. uh, so that kind of creates a, a reflection of sound to, to some degree. It's not a huge hill, but it also offers kind of elevated seating, mm-hmm. if you will, almost yep. like an arena. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the the playground equipment off to the side, so like, it's super family friendly. Yep. You could bring out any age, because you've got two play two playground equipment, tennis courts, and then you can't beat that backdrop of the lake with them and like i like the way you described that with the with the geese and the the, the ducks just kind of floating by like hey there's two-legged commotion over here i want to <laughs> see what's going on all right that's enough for now and then yep. they go out to the wherever they go to the island yeah and, i'm excited for a show again you know it's it's something that i think everyone really wants to you know everyone has been missing you know it's just it's been such a weird year and um, you know, coming together like this is something that we've all missed for quite a while now. And that is so true. I'm so craving, not just human interaction. Like I could, I take or leave everyday human interaction. I don't mind this being <laughs> socially, dis- well, physically distant. <laughs> but the the collective experiences that that we share as two legged sometimes. It, I, I'm craving that. Where like you get those groups of hundred and. And, and I think that that's what it needs to be, like like the, that that group of hundred or more. And uh, right now, I accept the limit of hundred, so mm-hmm. we'll go with group of uh, of hundred. Uh, we're getting there. We can spread our wings a little bit more, and and, and that's nice because it, when you get groups like that together, all coming together for yep. a singular event, there's there's connections there, and I miss those connections. Uh, we need more of those. Maybe that's why we're all just taking not just the pandemic, but everything else just so hard right now. We've been cooped up with our own thoughts for six months. <laughs> and it's dangerous. Give or take. Right, right. It's just us and whoever we see every day to bounce our thoughts off of. And you know what? Maybe we need some some outside, outside uh, in influence right now. So it, July 5th, Friday... Come down to the Rice Lake City Park band shell, seven to nine. We'll have some great music going on. Uh, no kids games this year. No food vendors. We're not doing that. So you know, bring your own chair or blanket, maybe a snack. Uh, BYOB. You know, brown bag it and have some fun. <laughs> <in the park. laughs> brown bag it and have some fun. Isn't that the way that life should be? I'm just saying. This is After Hours Radio. Stick around. We've got uh, more great music for you and, of course, great conversation. When I listen to old music, it's one of the few times when I actually have a kind of a love for humanity. You hear the best part of the soul of the common people, you know, it's their, their way of expressing their connection to eternity or whatever you want to call it. Modern music doesn't have that calamitous loss that people can't express themselves that way anymore, you know. Tell my baby, put a kitty gloves on and lace them tight. Whether you may call a torch flashlight, gas lamp, the bed bugs bite, the rug is dead. King Rat camps underneath the floorboard. The warlord's old as four score. And I'm scarred, and I'm barred from the festival. To kidnap the lineage and make a mess of it. Starting about the age of 17, I started being driven by that obsession. That all goes down in history as a great artist. That will be my revenge. I listen to Nietzsche. I listen to help. Cause my mother's dead body can't besiege me. Hard man, you are not my father. The critic is not an analyst. If you recognize, I represent the catalyst. Flesh, no bone, ears to the grindstone Waiting for the tour to melancholia Bring it on home If you got the bootleg from Sweden Baby, I'm a lie And your egg is bleeding, I'm not the one And you come up with the setting of the sun And you wait beneath the stars For the devil to watch your paw With a message in a bottle Just to pass the broke glass Just to use it as a model Some say The world 
world is so flat You can fold like a set of folding Shoving your top hat Stop that complaining Cause some say Everyone is sure to find the truth One day And I don't believe the world is dictated by my organs The world physical You shouldn't take it literal It's pagan God's gift is lyrical And that's how I arrange bodies Even when we change bodies But you get problems Oh, 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 After Hours Radio, from Dirty Chai Radio, with me in the Dirty Chai Studios, Carl has, has parted ways, but we still got a we still got a Cordell here in the in the Dirty Chai Studios. I want to give a thank you and a shout out to Carl for uh, for stopping by the Dirty Chai Studios and being on After Hours with us. And it's always a pleasure to have Carl Carl involved. And you know that was a lot of great info about uh, Sundown at the Shell. I'm excited about that this year. Me too. Me too. That'll be a that'll be a fun time. I miss. Uh I miss live music, so if that's my only opportunity this year, I'm going to take it. Absolutely, absolutely. And even if it wasn't my only, I'd still be taking it. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, always always nice to talk to Carl. The song that you just heard was Total Devastation, Farewell Continental, name of the band. Um, name of the song. 
just kind of I feel like that fits 2020 <laughs> like maybe not the necessarily the lyrical content uh, I have to dive you give it another listen again to pay attention to talk about the lyrical content but doesn't that just describe 2020 total devastation yeah I, I would agree with that like it's not necessarily total destruction but the emotion that you're felt you're left with is devastated you're I feel like collectively we're all just devastated I mean, there's yeah. <laughs> we there's, all we all deal with it in different there's ways. There's a lot of sad things going on right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But hopefully that means we can start working towards a you know, better version of ourselves, right? Right, right. Um speaking of 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 things of that nature, you were telling me about a thing that happened with NASCAR. So they were they were supposed to race at Talladega today. Yeah, um, they were rained out. They're rescheduled for for tomorrow. For so tomorrow, yep. All the the drivers, the 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 team members, they're all still at the track. Um, and a thing happened tonight, this evening, as I understand it, with Bubba Wallace. What happened here? Tell me the details. Um, this comes from Yahoo Sports. That's yeah, where you're finding this yep, info? Yep, from Yahoo Sports. Uh, it says late Sunday night that a noose was found hanging in Bubba Wallace's garage stall at Talladega. Um, a noose? Yeah. They, in, in Bubba Wallace's garage stall. So yep. if you don't follow NASCAR, you don't know who Bubba Wallace is. Bubba Wallace is the only african-american racer of any yep, he's the sort only full-time racer yep. of the top three series in nascar yeah and he's and in, he's uh, been very outspoken yeah, about this stuff recently uh, just debuted the black lives matter car yep. and and uh suggested that maybe confederate flags shouldn't be allowed at at racetracks yep. which seems fairly you know I don't know. Why <laughs> That's not too big of an ask. Not too big of an ask. And I get it. it. It's the Confederate flag is kind of ingrained in the NASCAR culture, mm-hmm. but does it need to be going forward? And that's the. It, it's really just a discussion that's that that's trying to happen. And so now he found a noose in his garage stall this evening. Yep. Yeah. It looks like it was uh, maybe earlier, uh, late afternoon. Here it says, and. Uh, I don't know. The the thing I found kind of crazy about this is the infield area where his garage stall would have been was closed off to all of the fans that would have been around. So they immediately launched their investigation because one only has to assume that it was NASCAR related. Am I right? I mean... You, you you have to at least at this point assume that I mean especially it has to be the first thing that comes to mind. I I don't want to use assume, but you know. Yeah, you know but that, I mean. that that's kind of kind of what what one would do would do is assume that I mean that would be my first assumption even if we weren't under a pandemic. Right. But we we are under a pandemic and fans are only now being let back into the stands. They're not necessarily mm-hmm. allowed into the infield yet. Yeah. And. It, Truthfully, who has access to the driver's garage stalls on active race day? That's going to be probably somebody involved with NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Whether that's NASCAR officials, NASCAR drivers, team not. members. Well, it, 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 there's there's a difference between NASCAR officials and drivers mm-hmm. and and crew chiefs or, or or pit crew and and team members. Like it, it could be it could be one of the other drivers that that did it. It could be some no name on somebody's pit crew that did it. Like that truck guy that quit over over the Confederate flag thing and said he's not going to race anymore after <laughs> what 2020. A joke. Uh, and everybody had to Google his name and figure out who he was. He doesn't place. He's not even anything of significance. So it could be some no name that That's has strong upset. feelings. Yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that it comes from an official source of NASCAR. Right. But it's definitely somebody that's approved by NASCAR to be in the the area. Like that that has to that has to be. Mm-hmm. It's it's somebody involved with the production of the race at Talladega. That's that and you know why? It's sad. Yeah, it is. Why do you have to do that? Why? Like, and I mean, what is NASCAR going to do when they find the person? The the right thing to do is fire him for life, ban him for life from all NASCAR related things. Um, anybody involved, 
It doesn't matter what their name, age, or rank in NASCAR is. Anybody involved in hanging a noose, that's a show of intimidation. That's a threat to, to, for murder is what you're doing. And you're implying that Bubba Wallace can't speak freely or you're going to hang him if he continues. And that should be taken seriously and whoever responsible should be held accountable. And if that's a one person acting alone, that one person needs to go down. If that's an entire group of people, everybody involved in the planning stages, the execution needs to go down with it. Like the unacceptable. Unacceptable. And NASCAR for their part has done a really good job recently of pushing back on stupid shit like this. They have. They're banning the Confederate flags. They've been more inclusive uh, in their in their marketing, in their in their attraction, in the way that they conduct themselves. And I gotta give a huge huge shout out and, and props to, to NASCAR for taking that road. It especially given their fan base, it's not the easiest road to take. Yeah, yeah. I could not agree with you more there. Could not agree with you more. And I get it. A lot of uh, a lot of the fan base probably feels a little alienated because they've been coddled for so long that they <laughs> feel like they're right, but they're wrong. And I'm sorry. It, it, it's it's hard when even NASCAR is telling you you're wrong. Yep. It, it's a hard pill to swallow. I get it. But that's that's where we're at. NASCAR is telling you you're wrong. You're probably wrong. Yeah. It's <laughs> it, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. So the next song we're going to play on After Hours Radio was uh, sent to us via the After Hours Radio Twitter at AH Radio WI. And you can find it on SoundCloud. Just search for Frosty Blaze. She get it. 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 She with it, she with it, she with it, she with it. Ay, ay, pop that, pop that, baby. Trick them all, pull them on, boo. Drop that, drop that, baby. Hit the flow like you pull too. Bounce it, twerk it, baby. Grab the pole, grind it slow too. Do just like I told you. Get yourself some dough. And she say she don't, she don't, but she with it. Don't, ay, she with it.
She get it. Frosty Blaze from Atlanta, if my research hasn't failed me. They uh, hit us up on Twitter a couple weeks ago now. Uh, said, hey, play this. So I was like, okay, hey, we'll, we'll play this. And we played it. So if you like it, you can find it on SoundCloud.com. Search for Frosty Blaze. She get it. You'll find it. You'll get it. And if you're a girl, she get it. Get it? Yeah, you get it. You get it. So here we are in the Dirty Chai studio. Been doing their thing since 7 o'clock live on DirtyChaiRadio.com. If you've been listening along with us the entire time, thanks for... Thanks for for doing that. If you're listening later on the podcast, thanks for doing that, too. We appreciate both of you. Like I said, hello again. Um, It's been a a really, really fun night. We've had a a lot of activity here in the Dirty Chai studio. Uh, Started out about 66 and partly sunny. Got some rain in the middle. Carl Cooley showed up. And uh, and Cordell uh, has has made it here, and Car- Cordell is is still here. Carl has parted ways, but uh, it, it it's it's been a it's been a fun kind of roller coaster of a night here, covering these four hours live. It, I I've enjoyed every moment of it, and I hope you can do the, say the same. Thank you all so much for uh, hanging out with us and and doing the thing with us as we moved throughout the night. Again, a huge shout out and a thank you to to Carl Cooley for stopping by the Dirty Chai Studios. Cordell, always a pleasure to to have you here. Thank you, of course. And, of course, dear listener, you know where to find the other shows because we killed an entire break selfishly plugging everything. We just love them so much. It's so true. And so follow us along on our journey. Don't forget about that new playlist that uh, that we just put on on Spotify where you can find music uh, featured on our show. You can you can listen to it anytime without the the bullshit in between. Just the, <laughs> just the music, the soundtrack, if you will. Uh, you can find that on, on Spotify. Just for, search for After Hours Radio Music. They were you typically search for After Hours Radio with Ryan Quinn and type After Hours Radio Music. Find the playlist. Like the playlist. We'll keep adding to it. it, it it's small right now, only about eight songs, but we'll put more songs on there. Our Digger Don't songs are on there. Special highlight feature songs are on there, and uh, things that uh, yeah, things that you'll enjoy. So go ahead and check that out uh, in in uh, whenever you want to as well. Don't forget to. Uh, follow DirtyChaiRadio.com for the latest updates straight from the source and we'll do it again next Sunday on behalf of Cordell, Carl and myself happy Father's Day to the fathers out there and thanks for tuning in